Welcome, welcome. Today we have Lisa Gennady again. She will be doing something special today. So we're gonna have her channel the answers to uh, any questions related to whether it be ET or uh, otherworldly beings, interdimensional beings, um, and we'll see what comes out. Now, this is not going to be filtered, so <laughs> we are just going to see what, what Lisa can pull through. I guess what do you find is, or do you think it's important for humanity to develop peaceful interspecies relations? Is that a priority for our world right now? So what is happening in the current time span is that there is a separation that is happening not only upon this earth, but also in the interdimensional realms. You might say that there is an energetic war that is happening, and we are just a microcosmic reflection of what is happening in the universe as a whole. So us as human beings need to do what we can to raise our frequency so we can do our part to elevate the space of consciousness so we can help our extraterrestrial beings on the other side. So what does this mean? How can we connect with the extraterrestrials? And then the first question is, do they really exist? Do they exist as humans expect them to exist as like little green men or this, or are they just other energetic essences that are living in a dimension different than that we can see? But what is happening is that is beyond the understanding or conceptuality of the human race. How can beings exist if they're not existing in human form? As we spoke about in the previous podcast, there are different levels and different dimensions. So people and energy vibrates at different frequencies. So if there is an energetic warfare going on in the extraterrestrial realm, we are all connected by this light web and we feel it here. So our journeys that we are going through right now are, are really imperative for us to be able to help the universe as a whole. And that might be a little bit challenging to understand, but so you say, is it important for us to develop communication with these other realms? You are already connected to these other realms through your DNA signature. You see, you can choose to see which energetic place you want to incarnate into, do you want to come to earth? Do you want to enter a different dimensional time and space to allow your soul to develop along its path? So as you say, if you want to learn to connect to these other realms, these other extraterrestrials, you need to connect to that extraterrestrial piece that resides within you, your DNA, your signature. And when you work towards clearing and balancing your internal energetic frequency, that will do its whole towards helping to um, connect and alleviate the stressors that are going on in the universal situation as a whole. Does that make sense? Well, that was a great connection between the existence of uh, whether we believe in ETs or interdimensional beings and our awakening journey.
because it is pretty much related, just like you mentioned. And it's awesome that you mentioned the uh, the energetic spiritual warfare, because from what I know, that is happening or has happened um, recently. So that's interesting that you mentioned that. Now, for those that fear any beings that they are not um, aware of, a lot of people are scared of welcoming other beings. What what do you have to say about that? Is should there be a fear, or or should it be welcomed? Okay, so now we're moving into a whole different realm of existence. Okay, when you sit there and you understand that there are energetic beings on the other side, if they come down and land in terms of the way you humans have viewed it in terms of movies, are they bad aliens? Are they good aliens? Will they harm us? Will they not harm us? The way for us to embrace connection to the other realms is this, my guides have told me again and again, is as you do your work, as you begin to understand frequency, as you continue to connect to spirits on the other side in all of the dimensions within this world and the other worlds that you can connect with, when those alien races arrive, you will be able to sense the frequency to know if they are friend or foe. It's an energy thing. Humans are naturally fearful. Fear is a lower vibrational frequency. So if you meet fear with fear is when conflict occurs. When you meet love with love is when balance occurs. So as you work towards raising your love frequency, when you learn to raise your frequency, if and when the so-called extraterrestrials, aliens, beings from the other dimensions begin to show up in a way that all of humanity begins to uh, be able to access that, you will know. It will be an inner knowing that this is a benevolent beautiful human being, energetic being, you know, extraterrestrial being, or this is a foe. So it's almost the same thing. Think about it. If you walk down a dark alleyway, fear comes up. You don't know who's going to jump out at you. You know that fear response. It's that animal instinct. And you will begin to, when you begin to understand that, that same instinct will come when and if these extraterrestrials arrive and you will know if fear needs to be there. But if you begin to prepare and raise your frequency until that time, you will know so no fear will be there. Fear of the unknown is natural in the human race, but do you understand there really truly is nothing that is unknown? It's just not yet uncovered. Yes, brilliant. Brilliant answer. So for the listeners that are listening, uh, Lisa is channeling, so she may not remember what she just said. I put it either on voice recording or channel type because I need to remember or I won't know. So it's like it comes to you when you're sleeping. It comes to you when you're meditating, when you're an open channel. But I'm not channeling for others. I'm getting the wisdom of the universe. It's not personal information. It's not like, oh, no, I got to call Bev. Right. Yeah. But I do know when it's time to contact people. But it's you get it quick. You you receive it very quick. You mean the messages? Right. To get into that state to receive the messages, you're very quick. It's, I'm a direct channel. You can ask me right. anything and it just comes out. 
And speaking of which, for the people that want to maybe learn how to do that, is it always quick or or they have to build up to it? Oh, it you know, honestly, that depends. Because there are certain people, you know, you think about old souls. We've all heard old soul versus new soul. How many times has your soul incarnated on this earth plane? Right? So if you're an old soul, you might have a spontaneous awakening at the age of 10, right? Because you've been here before and you've done it and you, so you could learn it quicker. You know, I think I must, I know I'm an old soul, but not that. I didn't really open and have my spontaneous opening till I was 50. So I, I started a little bit later. Um, there are people who can do what I do and they're born that way. They're born without the veil. So it depends on what type of, you know, journey you chose to come back to. And a lot of it's in the stars. It's in, you know, when you chose to be born, you'll look and it'll show, oh, you're meant to be intuitive. You know, if you look at your astral charts and you can see, I'm not into astrology all that much, but it's all there. It's all laid out for us. So you just have to choose to want to embrace it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe we can do a, another channel. So with the influx of star seeds that are on the planet and are coming to Earth, what are you gathering their purpose to be? There's, I mean, there's the, the mainstream consensus that they're here to pretty much ascend the Earth. But is there a different, is there another purpose? So it has gotten very trendy as of late to speak about the star seeds and how they have come and been moving through the human race. There's two ways to discuss this and think about this. Star seeds are here to gather information. They have come down to the human realm to gather information. We also know that the human race has actually been implanted on this earth to save the societies on the other realm. Okay, this is information that we have shared uh, with Lisa Pryor. Those societies had sort of blown up, you might say. Some of these societies um, were on their last legs. So what did they do? They came down to colonize our planet. So the star seeds that you might say have come down, the question is, which ones are you talking about? Are the ones that were planted back down during the, you know, the years of the pyramids and, you know, the old ancient societies? Are you talking about the new wave of star seeds that is coming in? Those are two different things, you might say. Some are here for reconnaissance, for understanding, for, for checking up and seeing how society has, has managed to overcome and been able to shift things in a different way than what happened on the, the mother planets, you might say. Others are here strictly for informational purposes. There are many worlds out there. So the humanity doesn't quite understand how these star seeds are working and why they are here. And truthfully, it really doesn't matter. The key is to never come from fear, to come from acceptance, to understand people are different. All the, and all the star systems out there are different. So as you begin to come again from that space of acceptance and love anyway, as long as you do not feel that energy frequency of hostility coming towards you, then meet it with love. You can meet it with love anyway, we might say. But have no fear of these star seeds. They have come down to gather information, 
or to recolonize the earth. But we will say something. There are some of these beings that are not of the light, that have come down and have come here to not necessarily elevate the world, you might say. So not all star seeds are created equal. And that is all we will say because we don't want to cause any more uh, disharmony in the planet, which is already struggling on this layer. Thank you for asking us on this day. Oh, that was a point that I was not expecting. <laughs> star seeds that aren't. Don't always assume everything is as it seems. Yes. You have to be discerning on all fronts. And it's like something that came to me recently. I did a channel from Einstein and it was talking about influencers. People assume just because somebody is in the know, somebody is wealthy, somebody got a specific bit of information that they know everything. And it was very interesting because it talks about a lot of times these people in the position, these influencers, they get to the point where they don't know and they just make stuff up and people believe it anyway. Mm -hmm. So just because somebody's an influencer doesn't mean that they have the accurate information. So meaning every book you read, every course you take, every psychic you listen to, every intuitive you listen to, every teacher that you listen to, always assume they're wrong until you figure it out they're right. I like that point. I like that point. Because not everything you read in a book is true. Like I had somebody recently reach out to me or I reached out to her because I found out, you know, her, her son had passed away. And I said, well, let me know if you would like me to channel him. And she said, well, I heard you're not supposed to channel entities until they've been passed over for six months. Well, I never went to channel school. I'm spirit taught. So nobody's ever told me I've been channeling my dad since the day he died. I channel lots of people since the day they die. You know, the vibration and frequency of the people who pass away is different. But I never heard that. But that could become a fact to somebody because somebody told it to them. Right. There is no specific facts. There is no this is definite and this is not. Everything is malleable. That's what they said. Everything is changeable. So if it doesn't fit, if anything I said here today, and keep in mind, it channeled through me. So I may or may not take ownership of it. Um, not Don't believe it. If it doesn't feel right, say, interesting point to ponder. Let mm -hmm. me do a little more of my own personal research on this and see if this feels right to me. Absolutely. Or you might ask the question, who are you channeling? Where did you get that information from? Is that information from the light? Indeed. You have to ask for any person, even the, the rich and famous stars that are the ones who are most well-known in this realm of work. Don't assume what they're saying is accurate unless you pass it through your own filters. Question is, people say, but my, my filters aren't good because I've made lots of mistakes. Okay, that's what they've said. Like, well, how do I know? Because I've made bad judgment calls. I'm saying, are you sure you've made bad judgment calls? Or were those the calls you needed to know to get the lesson you needed to begin with anyway? So it's like you have to make sure that you're not letting the egoic mind get in the way of making the, the channeled, getting the channeled information. Yes. It's funny because discernment is, is one of my top, top suggestions. And there's no school on how to discern, right? So there's, so you have to discern how you discern. <laughs> Yes, but it's kind of like you might sit there and say, no, I want to believe them all. 
And I'll say, I'm not going to believe any until I have proof. That's the New Yorker in me, you know? And it's like, you don't want to be too skeptical that you never let anybody in or you never learn. You can, you can sit there, okay, here's information. This feels right. Let me work with it. And if it's not working with you in the way that you'd like, then you throw it away. Even with my yoga teaching, people always said, what type of yoga do you teach? And I say, I teach Lisa yoga. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap up, what are your top tips for, for people to kind of navigate uh, their internal compass, I guess, with what would be right for them? Well, the first thing I tell people is they need to meditate. Because if you don't meditate, you can't feel. And being a yoga teacher, like, I can't tell you how many people are just very disconnected with their selves. How can you have a relationship with somebody if you don't love yourself? So the first thing that needs to be worked on is, like I talked about, that web with the empty center. Stop going out and trying to learn all of these modalities. Stop, And that's not good for me because I like to teach people, right? But you need to teach yourself. You need to do your inner work. Everything needs to come from the inside out. You need to know who you are. You need to release and let go and clear your own personal traumas from this lifetime so you can grow in this lifetime. And you can go into past lifetimes because the Akashics totally help you understand your traumas and why you're going through them. And when you know them, then you can clear them. But the most important thing is it's like, love yourself, meditate, figure yourself out, know what energetically raises your frequency and try to come from the world from a space of love and compassion and acceptance of your mistakes and other people's mistakes and less from judgment. And that's how we're going to shift and elevate this entire world. And we'll all be able to get the information. It's like, even if somebody has opinions that are not the same as yours, listen to them. Because you will learn a lot by seeing how their mind works around explaining their viewpoint. Instead of trying to immediately squash it down and say you're wrong, see what it is that makes them think it's right. So you can then put it through your own filters and figure things out. So it's literally about listening to people and accepting people and loving them regardless if their opinions are different than yours. Exactly, exactly. At this very moment, that's why we are all here. Thank you, Bev. This has been fun. 